And now it's time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from Lam Chuk Ting, a Democratic Party legislator. The following program is a personal view program. Dear fellow Hong Kongers, last Sunday, 1,186 members from the election committee voted for the next chief executive. And Kerry Lam won with 777 votes. The result was hardly surprising. During the months leading up to the election, the lengths that Chinese authorities went to secure the election committee's support for Kerry have been unprecedented. Various pro-Beijing figures regularly voiced their support for Kerry. For example, Mr. Lao Siu Kai, Vice President of Beijing's top think tank on Hong Kong, openly stated that Kerry was Beijing's choice for chief executive. Mr. Lau not only praised her capability, but stressed that she had the blessing of Beijing. It is also a long fact that members of election committee received calls from staff of the liaison office who were constantly lobbying to secure support for Kerry. It is irrefutable that Beijing is entitled to care about the development of the election, since it has the power to appoint the chief executive. However, it is a different matter when it directly interferes and lobbies to obtain support for a particular candidate. The election for chief executive is ultimately a local election. Jopring Brayton hints and diversely calling members of the election committee is an explicit act of interference, which not only goes against but undermines the clear concept of one country, two systems, and the high level of autonomy promised to people of Hong Kong in the basic law. All these reports of Beijing's interference are absolutely outrageous and have contributed towards the negative perception citizens have of Kerry. The poll conducted two days before Election Day shows that John's popularity rating was almost double that of Kerry's, with John securing 56% in popularity, while Kerry only had 29% of the respondents backing her. Among those polls that took into account the number of people who either supported or opposed Kerry, her ratings even reached a negative value. Should her popularity remain at its current level when she takes power in July, she will be the least popular chief executive to take office since 1997. Such a low level of public support would certainly slow down and even disrupt the flow of the delivery of the promises she has made in various policy areas. In her victory speech on Sunday, Kerry said that she recognized the shortcomings during her campaign and acknowledged that there exists a huge rift between Hong Kongers. She thereby announced that her first task as CE would be to mend the divisions within society and to unify the people. 
I believe mending the huge division of Hong Kong is a common desire of many Hong Kongers. Given that it was a key election pledge of John, that could explain his overwhelming popularity to a large extent. An attempt to mend these wounds in society would be a good start, but one has to realize that the origin of these divisions can be traced to the failed political reform package presented by Kerry back in 2014. In January, when Kerry announced her bid to run for the post, she was asked whether or not she would restart the process of political reform. She was very reluctant to give a reply, stating that the present time provided an inappropriate atmosphere for such a proposal, and that she would prefer to work on issues that are more relevant to people's livelihood, such as education, land, and economy. Of course, policies that affect people's livelihood are. Also important, but they could not be the sole focus because a lot of the rage and frustration that sparked the large-scale demonstration back in 2014 was due to the disagreements the public had with the way the chief executive is elected. The undemocratic setup of the election committee has produced a chief executive who lacks legitimacy. And who is not accountable to the public? The Legislative Council is the body that should be vested with power for the people to exercise checks and balance on the executive authorities, but the control wielded by pro-establishment legal members over the council, due to their dominance in functional constituencies. Has in effect rendered this crucial body to be undemocratic. Hong Kongers have been furious about how undemocratic the functional constituencies are, as they only represent a small amount of electors. Consequently, their representatives are in the council merely to protect their sectors. Vested interests. The overwhelming dominance of the pro-establishment in the functional constituency has made it difficult for the council to exercise checks on the government to the public dismay. Therefore, a genuinely democratic political reform that is widely accepted by society. Is what we all need to unify people from different camps, so that all can work together for the benefit of Hong Kong. I know the saying, "It is always easier said than done." However, as the chief executive, Kerry has the constitutional responsibility to push for the implementation of universal suffrage. The to-do list. Of the next chief executive is endless. The list includes rolling out a suitable pension scheme, increasing the budget of education, tackling big wigging, rebuilding a clean government, increasing housing supply, etc. 
the cooperation between executive and legislative authorities is needed to successfully roll out this policy and to implement the appropriate solutions. But right now, the relations in society are so bad that it demands urgent repair so that trust on both sides can be regained. I'm sure most of us want peace and harmony in our society. That is why, even though Carrie's record suggests that she is not a good listener, I truly hope that, as the next chief executive, she will be willing to listen to both sides of all debates before making such important decisions. Although she has been dubbed CY 2.0 by critics, I seriously hope that she will stop divisive governing style of CY. I also hope that she will refer to the election platforms of John Zhang and Judge Wu and take up their good suggestions. I further hope that she will deliver on her promise of mending society's divisions by starting on tackling the unjust election process for our chief executive and abolishing the functional constituencies seats of the Legislative Council. If she does not start soon with political reform, she will become more and more unpopular. Executive-legislative relations will worsen, both of which would adversely affect the efficiency and legitimacy of her administration and the progress of mending the city's political wounds, thereby damaging the long-term stability of Hong Kong. Dear Hong Kongers, including Kerry, it is time to heal Hong Kong.